Welcome to Radiant Alchemy with Sakara Ray. Take a little break and join me for a short little while while we contemplate ways that we can make our lives easier and more joyful and live more authentically in our life's purpose. Let's get started. Well, good morning, dear ones. Happy Tuesday. I hope wherever you are, it is as gorgeous as it is today. Honestly, you could not ask for a nicer day today. It is the perfect temperature. It's sunny. There's just a little bit of a breeze. It's not humid. Everything is in bloom. Things that just had a couple little buds last week are now lush and full, and the grass is so green, and oh, it's just amazing today. So I hope you're having a wonderful day wherever you are. What I would like to talk about today is um, about generating good karma or goodwill. And so much of what I focus on is, is you loving yourselves and improving yourselves and transforming yourselves. But sometimes, dear ones, we need to extend that. And part of our growth and our healing and our transformation is actually our ability to be um, compassionate and empathetic and kind to other people. So I'm just going to keep it simple today, but I want to, you know, throw out a couple ideas of things that, that we can do to generate some good karma and goodwill in our lives, because it's my personal belief. And if this doesn't resonate with you, it's fine. I realize that not everything I say will be a home run for you. You pick the things that stick and dismiss the ones that don't, but it's my belief that we accumulate karma in our life and that there's a balance to things. So I really do believe that the things that we put out come back to us. So there are times in my life where I am astounded at the amount of goodness and blessings and miracles that seem to find me. And I think, oh good, I must really be putting some good energy out there. And on the other hand, if there are times in life where you're feeling like things are just really going wrong or people are letting you down or your relationships are suffering, um, I don't want it to come across as, as blaming yourself because it's not, that's not the intention. There are certainly two sides and two people inputting things. But um, I think our experiences and our exchanges are mirrored in what we're putting out. So I'm just offering a suggestion that we sort of uh, temper ourselves and see if we're having really wonderful experiences, then great. We give that back and we're experiencing that because we're putting good things out there. If we're having a lot of frustration and disappointment, then maybe we haven't been putting our best out ourselves. So I hope that's coming across accurately and not in a place of um, judgment or blame. I'm just offering... Um, an idea about the exchange of energy and putting out what we would like to get back. So I just have a little list of things that we can do that are very simple and easy just to generate some goodwill. So um, for example, it was just Easter this past weekend and where we live, um, the person, our closest neighbor, is someone who lives alone and I believe has some form of, um, I don't want to say disability, 
but um, I believe struggles with some form of mental illness. And so when I had seen him, I said, do you have plans for Easter? Are you getting together with family? And he said, no, it's just me. I'm just going to be here all day. And we had family coming in. And so I said, well, you know what? After our company leaves, I'll bring you a container of leftovers. And his face just lit up. And, you know, it's something that's so simple and small like that where I had a day where I got to spend with people I loved and enough food to feed an army. And on the other side of the wall was someone that didn't have anyone to spend the day with and didn't have any kind of special meal. So it took less than five minutes for me to take a little bit of everything, put it in a container and hand it to him, but it brightened his day. So these are the kinds of things that I'm suggesting. So one of the easiest things that we can do is just pay someone a compliment. It can be a loved one or it could be a stranger. I mean, especially when it's someone you don't know. When it's someone you don't know and they say, oh, I love your hair, oh, that shirt's great, or something like that, it really just changes your mood and your energy. So giving someone a compliment, it's such a simple thing. It takes maybe 10 seconds, but it really brightens someone's day. And I think that's just a little act of kindness that can generate lots of goodwill back to yourself. Another thing that we can do is volunteer. And this could be a one-time thing or it could be an ongoing thing. And I don't need to give you a laundry list of examples. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's a shelter, a soup kitchen, uh, you know, a, an animal rescue, cleaning up the side of the road, tutoring a kid, volunteering. That's, it's just such a wonderful way. Um, especially because, you know, not everybody has money to donate to a charitable cause, um, you know, or to foster a child or sponsor a child or anything like that. But a lot of us do have time. And if we can't always give resources, we can give time and energy. So I think volunteering is a wonderful way to generate some goodwill. One of the most important things we can do, and I think this is not just an offering to another person, but also um, reinforcing love for yourself, is offering your own unique gifts. Do not underestimate the power of what your unique strengths are. We don't all have to be, you know, Grammy or Oscar winning people. We don't have to be famous. We don't have to have millions of dollars. Every single one of us has an innate, beautiful skill and talent that we were given. So I think personally, I give some of the best hugs in the world. There are people in my family that are phenomenal cooks. Um, some of my friends are really artistic and creative. So whatever your own unique gift is, whether it's, you know, that you're a good listener or that you make a kick-ass chicken soup or you create music or poetry or, um, some form of art that inspires and uplifts people, whatever your unique strength is, Share that. Beam that out for the world to see because what you have might be exactly what someone needs to turn around their state of mind. And then that's also a gift to yourself because you're honoring your uniqueness and your talents and um, you're really sitting in that space of realizing your worth and not 
diminishing yourself or hiding any parts of yourself. So offering your gifts is a, is a bonus. It's like a, a double. Um, another thing that I would encourage you to do is to refrain from complaining. Yes, there's a time and place to complain, but you know, I think we've all seen it float around social media. If it's not going to matter in five minutes, five hours, five days, five months, don't give it your energy. Nobody likes to be around people that incessantly complain. There is a time and place for it. There certainly are things in life where you just need to blow off some steam. But doing your best to be a positive person and to put positive energy out, I think, attracts positive people to you, right? Don't we all have someone that's just so infectious, that just has um, a lot of vivaciousness and a lot of zest for life? We have a friend down in North Carolina who is just the best human on the planet. And, you know, she never complains about anything. She's always smiling. She'll be the first to laugh at anything. She's so good-natured. She has more friends probably than everyone in my immediate family put together. Everyone adores her because she exudes that happiness and that positive energy. So... If you want a lot of good karma and you want a lot of good people in your life, refrain from complaining as much as possible. More importantly than not complaining is not gossiping. Oh, dear ones, please, whatever you can do, stop gossiping. I have developed a steadfast rule in adulthood that I really do not want to talk about people. I want to talk to people. So if there's a conflict, I may talk to someone, you know, like my, my husband or my sister or my mom and say like, Hey, you know, this is a problem and I want to resolve this and I'm not sure what to do about this in terms of brainstorming, but to just sit and talk about someone, whether it's complaining about someone or, you know, sharing private information that maybe really isn't your business to share. Um, that's it's really important to refrain from doing that. And I try to, you know, keep that context of if you're talking about someone, thinking about if that was you, would you want someone telling that about you? Because a lot of times gossip isn't even true, right? There are a lot of people in my family, and I'm sure a lot of people in yours, that cannot wait to pick up the phone and go, oh my gosh, you won't believe what he's doing now. I can't believe he's doing this. What does he think? Who does he think he is? Doesn't he know he needs to blah, 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 blah. It's nobody's business. It's nobody's business. What are you achieving by talking about another person? Worry about yourself. No complaining, no gossiping. Okay, I'm getting off my soapbox now. Moving on. Another lovely thing you can do that is such an act of kindness and an act of good karma is to either do a chore or run an errand for someone that you know they don't like. And my sister and I have talked about this where we um, are both very lucky to have helpful husbands. And I despise vacuuming. I despise taking out the trash. And I really, really hate having an accumulation of wet globby hair in the bottom of the shower, even though it's mine. My husband does those things for me. Sometimes, sure. Do I wish he would light a candle? Of course. 
at the end of the day, if I don't have to vacuum or pick up nasty shower hair, it makes me so happy. And he does that because he loves me and because it makes my day and my life easier. And the same with my sister. She said that her husband does the same thing. So if there's something you can do for someone, whether it's a partner or a sibling or a parent or a friend that just makes their day easier, then do it. If you have the time to do it and it helps someone that you love and alleviates a burden or just, again, just because it's something they don't like and you're able to do, then do it. You'll feel so good for having done that. And I know I've talked about this before and I will probably talk about it again and again. I think it's important to make a gratitude list, especially at Thanksgiving. My sister and I do that every year. We make a list of 100 things we're grateful for. But just keeping that perspective where, you know, sometimes life is ebbs and flows and there are times where things are great and there are times where things are difficult. But if you have sort of a master gratitude list where even on your hard days, you can look at this sheet of paper and go, you know what, I'm fed, I'm housed, I'm clothed, I'm loved. I have, you know, whatever amount of money, I have all five senses, whatever it is. Um, just being able to hear your favorite song or see a sunset. Um, all of those things are things to be grateful for. So keeping a perspective of being grateful, um, I think, is critical Here's another little one I'll just throw out there and do with it what you will. I believe always 100% of the time, no matter what your day looks like, whatever, run, don't walk to any kind of kid sales. Buy the lemonade, buy the Girl Scout cookies. If a kid has a stand somewhere, whatever it is, just buy it because, man, Children only have, we have such a precious small amount of time to experience the world through the eyes of a child. And whatever we can do to um, support them and instill a drive for success and creativity, then do it. We have, um, at my, in my mom's neighborhood, there's a kid that does a lemonade stand every year. But in the last couple of years, he's also started writing short stories. And I think he, you know, sell, excuse me, sells them for a dollar. We, we buy them every year. Why wouldn't you? Even if you throw it in the trash after you read it, it inspires that child to continue creating and it solidifies a belief in himself that he has a gift and a talent and a skill and that he's capable of achieving things. So patronize anything that a kid is selling, please. It would make me so happy. So just to sort of summarize really quickly, a couple little things you can do to generate good karma. Give someone a compliment. Volunteer your time and energy. Offer your gifts. No complaining or gossiping. Do a chore or run an errand for someone, especially if it's something you know they really don't like to do and you have the time to do it. Make a gratitude list. And patronize lemonade stands. I could throw in a couple other things in there. You know, they're all kind of similar. Just calling someone, calling a relative, or, an, or checking in on an elderly neighbor, things like that. Um, donating things that you're not using anymore. So our rule here 
is if it's not beautiful, useful, or sentimental, get rid of it because someone else probably really could use it. And in fact, instead of um, Lent this year where I chose to you know, give up something, I get so tired of people saying, I'm giving up chocolate, I'm giving up chips. I actually saw something on social media, and you know how I feel about social media, but this one struck me, where it was instead of like giving something up, why don't you just purge one item every day that you're not using anymore? And you know what? I got rid of two things a day sometimes. And some of them were a little bit hard because I had a lot of nostalgia attached to them. You know, like a a dress that I loved, but I knew that I would never probably realistically fit into again in a way that would be flattering. Um, I had a winter coat that I didn't really ever wear anymore. Um, Some shoes. We had tons of like extra towels and sheets and um, even some jewelry that I didn't use anymore. And I'm, I'm sure there were some things that I probably could have sold and gotten money for, but that wasn't the point. The point was that I had used it and it had served its purpose for me. And I was turning around and offering it truly from a place of love, hoping that it would bless and benefit another person. So donating things is another wonderful thing. And I don't mean things that are torn or stained or ratty. I mean things that you just aren't using anymore, but really could be of great help to someone else. So, all right, so I threw in a couple more at the end there, but you get the point. Sometimes, dear ones, to continue growing and evolving and healing ourselves, we have to extend the best parts of ourselves to another person. And sometimes by offering these little moments of kindness beyond just generating goodwill for ourselves, we're planting a seed with this other person and also out in the universe that love and kindness and altruism still exist. And I think that we need that more than ever right now when we are so very polarized on so many levels. So I would love to hear from you as always. I would love for you to email me, shoot me a Facebook message, let me know um, what little offering of kindness you've chosen to do. And you don't have to do something every day, even once a week. But I would love to hear how you're spreading kindness and good karma out in the world. And then also how quickly you see it come back to you. So with that, I will let you go enjoy this beautiful day. And I will chat with you next week. Thanks for listening. If you want to learn more about Sakara Ray and Sheeler or get in touch with me, please go to my website, www.sheeler.net. Or send me an email at ray at sheeler.net. Hope to hear from you soon.